This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we ponder and proclaim the Sunday Mass readings. I want to welcome all of you who are tuned in today on the Hail Mary Media app. It's a free media app that was designed through Mater Dei Radio, the Catholic radio station located within the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. It's a beautiful resource. It has been for great Advent reflections, podcasts, prayers, and will help you to move into the Christmas season with more wonderful podcasts and prayers videos. There's just wonderful things for you to encounter to help you in your prayer life. You even have access to the Mount Angel Abbey community and the Abbey Church with the Benedictine monks. Every Every time they have a live broadcast, they have that connected through the Hail Mary Media app. So even if you're not able to get to Mount Angel Abbey, you can hear the prayer and the chant of the monks anytime through that Hail Mary Media app. So I encourage you, if you haven't already downloaded it for free, to get on your phone and make that download and you can access Faith Moments at any time. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. It falls this year on 24th, the 24th of December. So Sunday, December 24th is when we light that final candle on our Advent wreath. And so as you light that final candle, we only have a day really to absorb this Sunday of Advent. And then we move right into Christmas Day, Monday, December 25th. So enjoy these readings and prepare again for the celebration of the Nativity, the birth of Jesus Christ on Monday, December 25th. We start today with a collect prayer and the collect prayer, listen carefully because it may be a prayer that you recognize in other areas of your prayer devotional life. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, your son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. So if you think, oh, I recognize that prayer, I hope that you do. It is part of the prayer of the Angelus as we close the Angelus prayer, which is the angel prayer. This is this is the scriptures coming alive, the incarnation, the proclamation of the incarnation from the angel Gabriel sent by God to the Blessed Virgin Mary. We hear uh, this collect prayer wraps up a bit of it. And and here's just the 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 sum of 
of this prayer, we're saying, pour forth, God, O Lord, your grace. So we're asking for God's grace to be poured into our hearts that we will be brought to the glory of the resurrection. You know, Christ was born so he could live, experience that passion and would die and be resurrected from the dead in order to bring us eternal life. Salvation comes through Christ's resurrection. So we're asking for God to pour forth that grace that comes from the glory of the resurrection. And we're praying that right now on this fourth Sunday of Advent. And that message of the incarnation was made known to man, was declared to the whole human race by a message from an angel, the angel Gabriel. So Archangel Gabriel, be with us. Help us to hear the message of the Lord. Help us to welcome the birth of Jesus Christ into our hearts, into our vocations, into our daily lives. Let's hear from the first reading today. It's a reading from the second letter of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, here I am living in a house of cedar while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, go do whatever you have in mind for the Lord is with you. But that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, go tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you, and I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance." Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old since the time I first appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm, Psalm 89. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations, my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, my kindness is established forever. In heaven, you have confirmed your faithfulness. Forever, I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant. Forever will I confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. He shall say of me, you are my father, my God, 
the rock, my savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him and my covenant with him stands firm. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Our second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you, according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings and according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Our gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the words that just comes out of the pages for me in the first reading and in the Gospel reading is, I will. I will. He will. We've been talking about the promise the promise, the, the prophets from of old have been prophesying for ages and ages of the coming of the Messiah, the coming of one who would make all things right, make all things new. And this is foreshadowing the coming of Jesus Christ. In the Advent season, we have coming onto the scene, the one who will who will set, it, set the, 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 the road straight with a, a message of, repentance with a baptism of water to call people, to shake them up, to wake them up to the coming of the Messiah, John the Baptist. 
And we hear of Zechariah and the encounter of the same angel, Gabriel. Six months earlier than this account, Zechariah encounters the, the angel Gabriel to let him know your prayers have been answered and you will have such a child who will get ready the way to make straight the path to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. And here in the, the reading from 2 Samuel, uh, we hear this conversation between David. We actually hear from Nathan, who is a prophet who is serving King David, a message from the Lord directly to King David. And we hear at the very beginning of this reading that the Lord has given King David rest from all the enemies of every side, that the Lord has provided King David a way to be victorious. And the Lord is reminding through the prophet Nathan to David, who was the one who accomplished all of these great things? It was I, the Lord. And so we hear the Lord speaking to Nathan and David always listens to Nathan. He recognizes he does have this prophetic uh, role to play, as is John the Baptist had this role to prophesy, to get to, to proclaim the coming of the Lord. And so here's the Lord speaking to Nathan and says, it was I, David, it was I, the Lord to David. I'm the one who took you from the pasture. I have been there with you wherever you went. I have destroyed all of your enemies. I will fix a place for my people. I will make you famous. There's all of these promises that the Lord is giving and reminding David that it's not his own efforts. It, it's not his own strength, that all of the victories that have been accomplished under the hands and the kingdom of David have come because the Lord has willed it. The Lord says, I will give you rest. I will raise you up. I will make a kingdom firm through the line of David, through your line, David. I will make the crooked ways straight. Your house and your kingdom will endure. Your throne shall stand firm forever because I will it. I am the Lord these beautiful promises and to remind ourselves that God is in control, that God is the creator of all things and never to rest on our own laurels, but to know that only by the grace of God, we have this breath and through even breathing our breath, we recognize the name of God. He is, I am. The Psalm is beautiful. The promises of the Lord, I will sing forever. Will you sing forever? The promises of the Lord through all generations, my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. You know, the call for us as a Christian people is to be, to be faithful to the Lord through thick and thin, through difficulties in injuries and in financial difficulties, relationships, whatever that might be, will we sing the goodness of the Lord? Whether we have the victories as King David had in his time, or we have what seems to be defeats, broken families, broken homes, brokenness in the streets, we do see that. But forever will we sing the goodness of the Lord. That's what we're called to do, to always be faithful to the Lord.
And and Paul here in, in the Romans is reminding us that through all of the different prophecies, it's always been making the way through Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is where all glory shall be praised forever. The God who strengthens us brought us Jesus Christ. We must have a relationship with Jesus Christ. He is calling out to us now. He came born as an infant, humble, in poverty, amidst shepherds and and barn animals. He came to welcome you. He came to say, I'm here for you. I am. I will. Will you come? Will you come, O come, to Emmanuel and, and praise the Lord? Are you willing to go into that humble stable and encounter the Holy Family and see Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior? We hear the story from the Gospel Luke of, again, the, the Annunciation. And again, as we heard in the first reading from Samuel, we heard God God himself proclaiming, I will do this, and I have done this, and I am this. And and in, in the words of the angel Gabriel, these aren't his words. Again, remember the angel Gabriel is bringing the message from God here, in this case, to Mary. And And the angel Gabriel is speaking words as if they will happen. These are facts that you will conceive and bear a son and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the son of the most high. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever. Listen to all these wills. The Lord will give him the throne of David his father, the Holy Spirit will come down upon you. The most high will overshadow you and the child to be born will be called holy. And Mary says, yes, her heart has always been completely poured out for the Lord to serve and to do and to be the Lord's will. And so she knows, she recognizes in this call from the angel who she is, whose she is. She is the Immaculate Conception, and nothing will be impossible for God. And so she just simply says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. I belong to the Lord. However the Lord wants to work through my life, let it be done according to your word. According to these words that have been spoken to me by the angel, let it be done. May it be done. I concede. I consent. I agree. I'm completely open. I surrender everything to the Lord's plan in my life. And then the angel departed and the incarnation happened at that moment of Mary's fiat, Mary's yes. When have you been asked to follow the Lord? When have you found yourself in uncomfortable situations where you could go down a dark path and the Lord is just crying out, choose me, choose the light, choose to do my will, not your will, not thy will. And in those times where we struggle, we struggle to do God's will. It may not be popular in our family, in our church, in our workplace, in the politics of the day. 
But when we know it is God's will, when we know we're following the truth, what is good, what is true, what is holy, what is right, you know, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. You know, go down the list of the Ten Commandments. These are ways we honor God and we honor our neighbor. We honor the dignity and the respect of each and every human person. How do we serve them? How do we serve and honor God first? It's in love. And so in those times where we're tested, our love is tested. And maybe we are struggling with doing my will. Well, if I just do my will and if I control the situation, we can get through it. No, the Lord is calling out. Let me help you. Let me walk with you. Step back a few steps and look at, there's a bigger picture here. The Lord has, look at the big picture he had for Zechariah and Elizabeth with John the Baptist. And of course, with Mary and Joseph, that Mary would bear and be the mother of God and bring Jesus Christ into the world for such a time as this. There's a beautiful reflection about Jesus, relying on Jesus, no matter what. And sometimes we may have a prayer, we may have a hope, we may desire something, and we're wondering, Jesus, where are you? Where are you in this situation with this relationship with my son, with my granddaughter, with my husband or wife? We may be wondering, with my own life, but I, I love this in the in conversation with God. It says, Jesus never arrives too late. He only demands greater faith. Remember, we talked about in the gospel, in the in the excuse me, in the in the responsorial psalm, are we faithful to the Lord? He only demands greater faith. He waited until it was too late in this instance, in order to teach us that supernatural hope remains like a solid foundation amid the ruins of human hope. And all we need is unlimited trust in him who can do anything he wills at any moment. And, and the reading before this is talking about two different miracles that happen with Jesus. When Jesus is being asked to cure a, a young girl from the house of Januarius, who, uh, or Jairus, Jairus comes to ask for the healing of a daughter. And, and we think that Jesus is too late because the daughter dies before he gets to the home. But in the midst of following this invitation to heal a young girl, a woman who has been bleeding for, for 12 months, 12 years, that is, and doctors cannot cure her. She just, she's so humble. She just, I don't want to disturb the master, but if I just touch him, I believe I will be cured. You know, and in the midst of this, here is this invitation that Jesus is never too late. The passage reminds us of our own lives. When it seems something that Jesus has not intervened to meet our need, he gives us a much greater grace than we have been beseeching him for. He reminds us of so many occasions in front of the tabernacle, when we have been aware in our own heart of words, very similar to these, do not be afraid, only believe. To hope in Jesus is to trust in him and to let him act, to let him do what he will. The greater the trust, the fewer the elements we should need to rely on in human terms. Do we trust? 
Devotion to the Blessed Virgin is the greatest guarantee of our achieving the means necessary for our salvation and the eternal happiness for which we have been destined. Devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary is truly, quote, the port in a storm for those who are shipwrecked, unquote. She is the consolation of the world, ransom of captives, joy of the sick. That's according to St. Alphonsus Liguri. During these days that precede Christmas and always, let us ask Mary to teach us how to hope in her son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, whose advent was foretold by the prophets. She shines forth on earth until the day of the Lord shall come, a sign of sure hope and comfort to the pilgrim people of God. That quote, she shines forth on earth until the day of the Lord shall come, a sure sign of hope and comfort to the pilgrim people of God comes from Lumen Gentium of the Second Vatican Council. So in these days of Advent, and as we prepare for the coming of Christ, let's call out to our Blessed Mother. She is the one who said yes. She is the one who allowed the Holy Spirit to work completely in her life. The Holy Trinity she was cooperating with, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. St. Joseph, our Blessed Mother, will help us to be guided to the Christ child. If we're worried about those who have gone astray, all those in the world, let's call upon the intercession of the holy angels, the archangel Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael, and our holy angels, our guardian angels, to reach out and to inspire light into the lowly, to the impoverished, to those who are suffering in darkness and violence and difficulties, that through the intercession of St. Joseph, our blessed mother, and all the holy angels, that those who are the most hardened of hearts will recognize at midnight that moment of the birth of Christ, that he pierces through all darkness, that Christ is their light. Christ is their, is their path home, their home to heaven, their home to wholeness. All that they are searching for can be found in the manger in a simple space in time, in that simple place in Bethlehem. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Rejoice, rejoice. Our Lord is here to save us. Peace be with you. Have a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.